So, welcome to the Harvest of Mulholland, not the County Board podcast, where we chat to leaders of homegrown businesses across Northern Ireland about the effects of the global pandemic on their firms. I'm Darren McDowell, Senior Partner at HM, and today I'm pleased to welcome Gareth Lloyd, who is the Chief Executive of MN Contractors and Mascot Construction. Gareth, welcome to HM, and thanks for your time. And do you want to start by telling us a little bit about your business? Hi, Darren. Yeah, thanks for having me today. It's a real privilege. Um, of course, I, so I'm the Chief Executive for M&M Contractors and Mascot Construction. So M&M Contractors is a utility company um, and Mascot Construction is a traditional construction company. Um, both award-winning businesses uh, in Northern Ireland, but both have, have had a global presence and have worked and be very privileged to work across the globe in countries like Canada, US, France, Denmark, Norway and Isle of Man. Uh, both businesses are, are, are homegrown and we're very proud of them. That's an amazing list of countries you have there, Gareth, in terms of where you've been working. And did that continue over this period that we've all experienced in the last 15, 16 months? That must have brought challenges. It did, absolutely. So, uh, MM Contractors is a utility company that specializes in telecom and electric. Uh, our clients still have projects that deliver. Um, um, being with COVID and the demand, for connectivity uh, and telecom in the market, especially with working at home and the increase in, in the internet, uh, our clients had projects that they had to deliver. Uh, some of those projects were very specialised. Um, for example, one was creating a new telecom cable from Ireland England to help with connectivity. Yeah. Uh, another one was from UK to Denmark, UK to, to Norway. Um, one from Ireland to England was connecting with the Isle of Man through. Mm-hmm. Both very, very important projects mm-hmm. uh, and important for our clients because the connectivity and the demand was increasing uh, and the time scales for delivery of these was very important. Now that created a whole set of challenges. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we leaned heavily then on, on some of our, our key staff to come out of COVID and, and go to work, mm-hmm. which had a great demand on, on, on safety and Processes, mm-hmm. but more importantly, we're asking these staff to, to go away and live away from home. Mm-hmm. So you know, to protect their families and, and, and the people that they love, we said, you know, we have to up sticks, move over, stay quarantined, <coughs> stay quarantined, and, and, and stay away from home to it's safe to come back. Mm-hmm. And, and thankfully, they did, and they did deliver these projects in all time. Good, very good. Um, so I'll maybe get into some of these questions for you, Gareth, and some of them are challenging. <laughs> so here's the first one. Describe the last 12 months, well, the last 15, 16 months really at this point, how it's been for your business in just five words. Who told you that, Lugas? Um, Okay. It's just a kind of phone a friend at this point. <laughs> um, okay, I'll, I'll give you the five words, and then I'll maybe give you a sentence you need to describe them so that's better context. Who are the five words is insightful, Interesting, collaborative, confront, and relentless. Big words. Those are good, yeah. It's <laughs> a good choice, yeah. Go it's through those for me. Stay away from the, the purpose is stay away from the traditional word, like challenging, or whatnot, just, just for this point. So, insightful. For me, uh, incredible time to give you a real look at your business and understand how the systems and processes work uh, and ultimately how. The people around your business work and the challenges of time. I find that incredibly insightful because um, it really gives you 
pain is safe and pain is safe in its raw nature. And I find that interesting, and hence why that was my, my second award was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find it very, very interesting because you've seen people learn and adapt to the situation with which it arises. I find that incredibly interesting to see how people wanted to do more and didn't want it to, to affect them, and how they wanted to progress themselves and, and their business. Um, and I always say it's it was, it was such a time where people were working at home, uh, working working in isolation, that they understood a lot about themselves as well, because you understand, uh, especially me, me, me personally, understood when you start to work alone, you understand when nobody's looking what you really do, and I find that quite interesting for, for myself anyway personally. The third one I picked up was collaborative working. Um, I think that's that's really important because. Over that period, um, it's important to work together, and it's okay in our business. You know, in your business, it's working together from one person to another, from a department to another department, but also working with clients. You know, so you had to collaborate and work with them. You're all in this situation together, so it's important to work collaboratively and understand each other to to help progress, even though they're little footsteps, just to keep moving forward. Uh, for me. The global pandemic, should we call it, is was a, a scenario where people had to confront something that they had never had before. Um, some people say that in two different ways. You've got to A, let the pandemic consume you and put pause in your business and, and leave that time to come back. Or you confront it and you try to progress your business and try to keep making little first steps to move your business forward over that year. For me, that, 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 that was part of it. Hey, the last one was horrendous because it is a difficult situation over the last year between working at home, you had uh, your home office, your cover underneath the stairs, you had your family, your kids, schooling at home, that put a massive pressure on your mental health and just who you and your family were. Because it's a very enclosed environment. There's, no, there's nowhere to go, there's nowhere to escape. But to progress your business, you had to be relentless and you had to show up every day. And you had to put that smile on and your team's call in the morning and say, hey, everything's going okay. <laughs> and this is what I'm going to do today. And that, that for me, that, that's a relentless. It's day after day, week after week, month after month. And we probably have a kind of a, a little bit of uh, price of that now because we've all had a little bit of suffering with all hopefully getting uh, a week or so away from, from home and a break from work. But for me, Relentless Holding was my last of the, of the five. Good. Well, thank you for considering that and answering it in, in, in that way, because it, it has been such a, a, like a once-in-a-generation scenario that we have all come up against in, in businesses here. I, and I hope it's more now. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Uh, it's a, it's a huge thing to have been facing. And I, I, one of the points you made there was the ability that you, it, it's given us all a chance to maybe take a step back and look at systems and processes, as you were saying, in, in businesses. And we have a lot of the businesses we've spoken to have, have reflected on that as well. And some work we recently did with DCU University, that was one of the things that they discovered from interviewing a couple hundred family businesses across the whole island, was that reflecting on, on how you're doing things and what things were good for the business and what things weren't or is perhaps one of the silver linings and what's been a very challenging period of time. And uh, the collaboration point I think is excellent as well because 
it, it, it has forced us to rethink not not only within businesses but outside them with clients and so on and people you're working with just the best way of communicating and there's good and bad things about that whether it's zoom calls that used to be a flight but um you know the restrictions around interaction on zoom are sometimes frustrating as well i think i'll maybe come off for that a bit later but thank you that was that was well thought of so what, what would you say your biggest business challenge has been throughout this global pandemic well Take it a little bit differently. Uh, biggest big business challenge for us, because the, the COVID was a bit, but biggest business challenge for us was, was undoubtedly growth and uh, growing a business. Uh, and sometimes year on year, we, we doubled in sales. Uh, we had an acquisition. Now, if I was to pick the biggest business challenge, is without a doubt growth. And with that comes uh, growing pains. Um, it's not something that a lot of people talk about, but the growing pains that are associated with growth, it's painful, you know. You, you've got uh, recruitment, bringing new people into the business, uh, and the communication around that, and how do you communicate with that, how do you communicate with new people, how do you integrate them into the business. Cash flow and finance, how do you, how do, you do that, how do you cash flow the, the new sales that's coming through. Once you get all that done, then you're starting to look at the delivery and the execution, you know. Without doubt, it's, it's the most important element of it is the execution on how you represent your business. When you've got all these factors that are in the background working away, factors you have to deal with, but in the front end of your plan, you still have to deliver the, the product and the job and do it, do it very well because that's ultimately what your business is built on. Um, so, with an evolving structure, company structure for us, it's evolved in the background. But I suppose for me personally, uh, you still have to evolve and everybody within your business has to personally evolve because the business is moving and it's, it's growing and you have to evolve and kind of keep, keep with the growth. So I'll, I'll, I'll pick business growth as my, my biggest business challenge. And growth, have you had to recruit over this last 15, 16 months? How have you found integrating people into your team during these no, times? Over the last uh, 15, 16 months, we haven't recruited. We've stayed very static, uh, and that's on purpose because it's uncertain times. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're not quite sure what's happening month in, month out. Yeah, you get very used to, or very unused to, you know, the government legislations you're setting out. Things that you never heard tell of before. You know, the Furlock scheme. You know, I remember when that came out. I was like, what, what is this? What the? What is this that they're talking about? And you hear. You're reaching to your, your FD to say, you know, can you explain this to me? What what could you tell me about this? I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Um, so over the last year, you know, the business uh, challenge has been keeping the business together, keeping mm-hmm. people together, working collaboratively with people, uh, understanding who they are and what, what, what they're doing and what, what we can do for the business, but also to progress the business forward as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, you can't take the strides to used to, but just every day is just showing up and doing a little bit more and trying to progress the business that little bit more. It mightn't be going anywhere mm-hmm. because of COVID, but you're just trying to work on it and work on it the best you can, whether that be on potential uh, sales forecasts, new products, uh, training for people, um, anything that you feel would benefit the business. Uh, and it's hard because you know you're coming into your room or your bedroom or your cupboard underneath the stairs or somewhere and you're trying to sit down and go, okay, what needs done here? What can we do? 
not not business journeys times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose if, if you're looking over uh, on a similar basis, Gareth, over your career as a whole, what's been your biggest business, best business opportunity in that period? Um, well, there's, there's two sides of the business. You have the M&M contractor side and you've got the Moscow construction side. So on the M&M side, they've been very fortunate to work with global companies. Um, I'll talk who they are, but they're the top three social media companies in the world. Um, if you want to deliver a package in the world, you, you know how to call. Um, working with these companies has been exceptional because it's really helped us to develop our business and provide them with a the level of service for me, the, the biggest business opportunity will be uh, the acquisition of Mascot uh, Construction in 2016. Very fortunate to be able to do that. Um, that allowed M&M to have a sister company. Uh, so M&M was predominantly focused on utilities uh, and light civils, and then Mascot then was able to take on a new sector of the market, uh, which would have been the construction side. And even today, as, as we sit here today, we're able to work collaboratively in, in France uh, so Moscow and M&M are, are in France um, building cable stations and computer sites in France to allow a new uh, subsea connection from Paris to London. It's quite a, quite a listing of major European cities there and activity. That's, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's great. Great, great that a homegrown business is out there doing that. Yeah, look, it's, I think it's a, it's a great offering and it's, it's a great team of people that are out there at the minute. And, Again, these, these guys are living away from, from home mm-hmm. and they have to stay there the project's finished. They, you know, they're, they're in France, they're, they've quarantined, they're, they are doing what they have to do to keep the business moving. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. And on, on that note, I mean, the quarantine process and all the government regulations are, are one of the frustrations all the businesses we've interacted with have come up against. What, what has been your biggest frustration over the last 15, 16 months? Wow, where do I start? <laughs> So for, for me, um, we've been hit with a real toxic mix of, of uh, issues. Uh, we've had COVID, okay, that's, that's one. We've had the NI protocol. We've had Brexit. Um, we've just been presented with price rates. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at price rates 15, 20, 30% increase in material price rates. So what, what does that ultimately mean? So you've got this toxic mix issues that are arising, that, that creates uncertainty. So you've got uh, developers not really willing to, to build because they want to see what, see what the market is, which you know you have, you have to respect, of course, so. Um, we've got central government here, is, is has been slow to move, without a doubt, uh, which is affecting tenders and, and projects coming through. So that's that's affecting your growth. And, you know, you ultimately want to keep, keep people in business, but when you have these Strains on you, it's difficult because our business is ready, ready to go and ready to do business, but I find it very, very frustrating not to, to progress forward and you've got outside factors that we can't control affecting the business. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that, 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 that is a, a toxic mix, as you say there, all those factors, Brexit and protocol and, and, and speed that decisions are being taken that we are uh, having to react to and all everything else, so yeah, it's understandable. Um, well, I mean, one of the, the terms that you see a lot over the last year is this term pivoting. And, uh, uh, you know, I, 
I, I think it's a, it's quite a, a journalistic type term pivot because from our own practices point of view, we're a team of fifty people here, and I wouldn't say that we've had necessarily pivot, but we've had to do many small things on your point very differently and getting up in the morning and whether that's under the stairs or whatever it is. And I think it, it's probably in the nature of that that we're asking the question: How have your how has your business had to shift slightly and over this period of time to cope with things? Uh, pivot is a good word. I, I actually haven't. I haven't heard of it over, over the year, but it's a good word, I, I guess. Um, happy to use it. We have pivots lately, but our vision as a business has always remained the same. It's always remained the same because in times of uncertainty, and it's important to understand where you're going. So as long as you stay focused on that and focus on where you're going. So our vision as a company has always been to be first player for safety, quality and operational excellence to, to our client. So to allow us to do that, do we have to pivot? Well, yeah, we, we have to. Um, so we've done it in a number of ways. Safety is giving our guys uh, a safe place of work they can come to. The only way to do that is, is, is work with our clients because they're in the same situation as we are. So we're all very uncertain and it's unsure. So to allow our business to do, we'll pivot a little bit to the left will take our clients along with us and say this is how we're going to do it. So you understand what we understand and allow us to do what you need us to do and allow us to progress. So for us it's it's creating uh, a safe system of work to allow our guys to work together. We've pivoted a little bit more uh, during this journey um, we've worked a lot more with our clients on, on their products and concepts. That was a strategic thing for us because <clears throat> we wanted to have a strong business to come back to. So we've taken what, what, what they are currently looking at and we've worked with them to try and develop where they're going because ultimately if they win the work, we win the work. So it's important for us. So we've worked quite closely with them, which we never really did in the, in the past, but we got more into them. We've actually enjoyed it more because we're starting to look at their concepts. Will they become real? I'm not so sure. We don't mind. You know, we're able to, to work with them and try and develop them into a situation that they may become uh, live projects and live, live work. So it was really, really good for us to, to understand from their perspective, you know, what they needed to do and the price point that they needed to do. So we were able to say, okay, actually, you know, we can provide you with different technologies and different ways of working mm -hmm. and provide a little bit of innovation here to allow us to hit the price point. So if you want this project to go or can you get it to go, it's a great price point for you. And we, that's been a good thing for us over the last year. And it's a little bit of a pivot for us right in there. So it's allowed us to, to do that, but also to develop a business that can come back in uh, strong at the end. Good, very good. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that's back to your point at the start, just giving you an opportunity to step back and explore these opportunities with, with your customers and, and that no doubt will be good for business in return. I hope so. Uh, I, believe, I believe it will be. Um, I believe it's been, it's, been, look, it's, it's been incredible because you've got to work with people closer. Albeit it's behind a Zoom or a team call, it's allowed you to connect faster and quicker. Mm -hmm. um, previously, you would have been jumping on a flight, uh, or about on a three-day camel ride around the UK. Now you can you can hit, hit up a client in, in thirty minutes, talk with Danny to talk about, uh, and, and disconnect and move on. You're able to give a lot more to people mm -hmm. than fly, travel, car, 
you know, you're, you're offline for a while, whatever the scenario is, but now you're, you're, you're more accessible, which for, for us is good. People might say that's bad, but I, I like it. Yeah. I want to be more accessible. Yeah, it's good, particularly in the scale of business that you're operating with and the areas you're operating with. You should be fun, good, good efficiency through, through that. Oh, we do, absolutely we do, because, uh, you know, we can have a, a full uh, video call with the guys in France, just on the screen, talk to them, see them, understand what they're doing, see the problems that they're incurring. Um, it was actually quite funny, actually, uh, somebody asked me during the week, there was a, an invoice comes in, it was for a conference call number, and nobody knew what it was, mm-hmm. we'd forgotten about the old conference call, conference call. Yeah, facility. Yeah. They, they'd forgotten the <coughs> conference call number. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Wow, it's just 12, 14 months we forgot about our conference call number. Yeah. And you think now, you know, we want to see people's face, you want to see what they're looking at for us, we can see actually what they're doing, how we can help them in real time. Yeah. You know, I, I, can, I can ring somebody on the site and just see them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how are you doing? You, don't, you look tired today, you know. Yeah. You can actually have that visual contact. I think, I think it's a big shift in, in a willingness to engage with, with technology that was already there and we didn't really ever think about using. It so, was, so it was crazy, crazy. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. Okay, so here's, here's a big question for you. If you if, what would be in your, your business wish list if you had 10 minutes with our political and business leaders? <coughs> oh, that's a big question. We get to skip that one or keep going. <laughs> we can edit it out of your No, I'll answer it honestly. Um, honestly, at the minute, not a lot. I'm going to say that. I'm going to say it openly. I'm not going to say I don't think not a lot. And we look at that in two aspects of it. We look at the negative and the positive to get to get the answer. For me, the negative is we had a Northern Ireland executive decided not to go to work for quite a period of time. If you or me or any other business decide not to go to work for a long time, what would be the result of that? Uh, ultimately, we go bankrupt and go out of business. That's what that government did, on, did to us. So, we wanted them to create a stronger economy uh, and, a strong, and do the work that we needed, but they didn't do that for us. Flip side that, what's the positives? Northern Ireland has got an incredible amount of, of businesses strong businesses, global leaders in fact, um, and they have independently went and grew their business. And they've done it with the likes of InvestNI, uh, collaboration with the likes of the IOD, and have independently grew their business and, and, and went ahead and not depended so much on, on, on the executive. Which is wrong. I mean, that, that, that's wrong. So what do we need to do to fix that? I believe that these organisations should be helped more. I believe that our business leaders should work on our economy every day, every single day, work on our economy to develop it and not show up for the little bit of a press release and take a quick picture and then disappear off and then go and deal with things that are not relevant. A strong economy and strong businesses in Northern Ireland provide us with a number of things. They provide us with uh, certainty, uh, security. Provide us with good salaries, good incomes. You know, we're able to give that to our families. You know, we're able to do things we never did before. That's for me what we need from our government, our central government, is to work together to deliver that type of stuff to us. That's a good answer, and I think I think businesses like yours are just so important beyond 
the kind of finance around that are so important to communities that you're operating in. Absolutely, you've got families that you supply chain materials. <laughs> like it's, it, it is relatively frustrating. Northern Ireland have amazing people. Like we work a lot uh, in the UK. Northern Ireland people for me are just amazing. Really, really good people. Really want to work hard, good at it, uh, good at communicating. Um, we have all this. We have the components in Northern Ireland, we just need to maximise them more. And we need our government politicians to, to do that, to focus on what's actually important and what's actually important rather than do things that they think people want to hear. Yeah, that's good. So, <clears throat> what what keeps you awake at night, Gareth? If anything. If you ask my wife now, not. <laughs> um, no, I uh, I'll say that. Not, not a lot. I'll explain that in a couple of ways. Um, sleep for me is really, really important. Uh, I function a lot better and more effectively if I sleep. If I have good night's sleep, I'm up and I can deal with any problem. If you don't sleep, um, we all know this whenever you have young kids, you know, you just get drained, you get tired, you don't really, uh, you shy away from the decisions, you, you don't take on the actions, you, you, that's just human nature. So. During the week, I have a really structured week. I think it's just structured for me because I need I need that time. Now, my day will start from 4 a.m. I'll be at work 7, 7.30. I'll work to 7.30 at night. And then I'll, I'll literally disconnect. I'll just stop at that point. Anything that comes in after 7.30, 8 o'clock, it'll sit for the morning because I want to take those couple of hours of no communications or emails because that's what starts your, your mind thinking and you start creating scenarios, you got, you got to cut it off. Uh, let your mind focus on your family when you come home and then prepare for the next day. That's a, that's a tough schedule you've got yourself there, Gareth. 4 a.m. is an early, an early start in the morning. That's a bit that caught my attention. Yeah, 4 a.m. gets you, well, gets me up, it gets me out. Um, uh, meet a guy, Michael, we go out training at 5 o'clock in the morning. Go out and we talk about before the podcast, go out into the room, yeah. years ahead. Mm-hmm. Uh, enjoy that, back in, uh, kids up breakfast, get them sorted out, get, get a little bit of time and then head out, set the clock and uh, on work. Mm-hmm. We get that couple of hours in the morning before, before life takes over. Mm-hmm. I think, think the other point you're making there about disconnecting is something that definitely in terms of our work here we've noticed that it's important to be able to disconnect because it is so accessible 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And I, I do it purposely, so like, I would pity me, I see it, I look at it. I'm not conscious. Mm-hmm. I'll never respond. And then no one will respond. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the weekends, uh, I might sneak out and do a couple of hours of work, but I won't send the emails. I'll, I'll put them in the draft items. Mm-hmm. I won't purposely send them emails because I, I'm not going to be the person that annoys somebody else over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll clear up and try to get a few emails. I'll, I'll put them into the drafts, save them for Monday morning. Mm-hmm. That'll be disconnected and then mm-hmm. back in. Good advice. Good advice. Thank you. It's a good answer. So, uh, do you think what good will come out of all of this pandemic, if anything at all? Do you think for your business? I mean, you're in the telecoms end of things, and we all know how vitally important that's become to us, and presumably will continue to be so. Yeah, I suppose from us, what good has come from this? Well, we've come through with a, with a stronger team, so and we've come through working together. So we've understood each other a little bit more, and we understood how we all work together. We understand their personality as well. So we've started to be able to work together as a team. 
Um, in fact, actually, a joke, we actually went to, to, to the team building event on, on, on Friday for the first time uh, since, since COVID, which was, which was great crack. Well, how did you do that? What, what, what shape did that take? What did it involve? <clears throat> how, how did that? We went to uh, an activity course. Yeah. Uh, up in, uh, just outside my heart felt. It was actually uh, organised, thankfully, by, by the NBA mascot, you know, Jonathan Payne organised it. Um, which was, was a great idea. So it was just take the day off. We did staff presentations of what we were. It was the night of July, we were. Uh, so we did our staff presentations for an hour just on where we are as a business, what we're doing. Packed the, the suitcases away. Let's go on it for. So we did some activities, um, a lot of water games, salt courses, and a lot of messing around. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. Those human connections are what ultimately makes a business tick. So, so those sorts of things are important. I think absolutely. Um, we we find that that, that a good help, and we find the, the way we communicate is a lot better uh, over over the last year. And one of the good benefits for us is we started that on a team huddle in the morning. So from eight to eight thirty, we have a team huddle, uh, and some of us are still in the office, but we actually still do it on on, on computer screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just so much easier because mm-hmm. um, we do talk to each other, but it's just easier that we have that. We can fit everybody on the screen. We're not wasting any time. Mm-hmm. We just log on, log out, and it's just a bit of communication. Hey, what's up? How do we make the business go out? How do we get the cogs of business to turn? It's not a pressure environment, it's just general chat. Yeah, I've got this done, this done. You wouldn't happen with this. Need some help with that. Didn't need that done, but need some help because you know, it's one of the environments. So we find that. Incredibly good, and we still do it every morning. We still do it with the ability to win. So we find out a good help. It's good. So, to wrap things up, Gareth, uh, what one piece of advice would you give to other business owners as, as we start to come out of this latest phase that we're in? I don't think we're there yet. Um, what piece of advice would I give? Um, I would say that we're all keen to do business, we all want to do business. So we all want to create a strong business. Um, I think people are more open to hearing your proposal, hearing what you've got to offer. And can we have a two-way flow around about? Can we do business together? Can we you don't have to be in the same industry, you just have to be close, you know, you have to you have to understand we're all business, so we've got to can it benefit both of us? So my, my advice would be lift the phone, talk to people. People want to talk back because they're, they're interested to hear, can they develop their business? A, can they develop it? Or B, can they create more sales for it? And I think it's, it's paramount that just get out there and, and speak to people and, and get moving. You know, it's time is now, we're, we're, we're almost out of this, so uh, waste no time, let's get on with it. Thank you, that's good advice to wrap up with, Gareth. I think just once again underline the importance that we started with around collaboration and, and working with people and that's the strong message I think of all the learning we've all taken from this period of time and that, that, that's where the future lies. So listen, uh, thank you for giving us your time and I wish you and your business future success and uh, thanks for giving us some insight into how you found the last period of time. No, that, that, thanks for having me, it's been, uh, it's been great, really enjoyed it and uh, hope to see you soon. Good.